Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is Servants of the Lake. It was written by Glenn Owen Barras and is part of a collection of scenarios entitled Doors to Darkness. Our game master is Lauren Eason, and this is episode three. Our recap will be given by Morgan Llewellyn. So, without further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Morgan? Knowing my luck, I'm not surprised things have gotten worse. The world can be a cruel place, all in all, and it looks like I'm the one who pulled the short straw this time. The promise from a fat wallet has led me into a domain of the twisted and deranged. The brothers, William and Robert Brophy, along with their assistant, Gabriel, who runs Waters Lake, have proven to be far from hospitable in the end. We seem to have found Drysdale's boy, or at least what little traces remain, along with the traces of some of the others on the guest list. A guest list that now includes my associates and I now. We discovered an old note left by Drysdale's kid in a book he left behind, a note that does not leave me with an easy feeling. Combine that with the strange operating table hidden in a workshed around the lake, peculiar pits and rooms that seem to lead forever into forbidden abysses, I'm now concerned about the safety of myself and those who I brought here. I had started a fire in an attempt to give us enough time to find evidence that they killed the kids so we could leave, but now with Rodriguez gone and Drysdale screaming, I believe there are far more pressing concerns now than collecting the rest of my payday. I hope that the young man I sent to fetch the sheriff hurries up, but until then, I guess I have a job to do. Excellent. All right. Thank you, Morgan. I appreciate that. Um, since we're at a, since we're all separated, I'm going to take it one by one. So we're going to start with Dr. Rodriguez. So when you encountered Gabriel and William back in the front office, you had a shotgun drawn on you and you gave yourself up. What happened then was Gabriel and William, they bound and they gagged you. So you have like this dirty old like sock or some sort of cloth like stuffed in your mouth and you're tied up um, and you're like in some sort of a dark back room somewhere and you're alone. It's cold and you just see nothing but darkness. Um, I, I try to wriggle around like Try like see if I can feel the walls and that when I if I so I can get a sense of space. All right, you feel like you're in a like a small quarters room as you try to wiggle around, probably about the size of um like not not exactly a little bit bigger than a closet, like um I don't know what you'd call it, like a little small room. But you notice. Yeah, we notice when you're there, um, you see maybe, you don't see really much of anything, not of boxes, nothing. It's just like, you just see the dust and you see some cobwebs, some spiders. That's really, it's, but it's, the only thing you see as light source is the moonlight outside. Okay. And then suddenly the door opens in front of you. And to your surprise, you see Robert, William's brother, as he's standing now, slowly walking towards you. 
He looks down at you. And you notice he just has, he just starts to poke you. Like you poked him earlier. Pokes you several times, actually. And each poke is harder and harder. But it doesn't hurt you, though. And then, and then, after he pokes you enough times, this one finger, his other hand, you see a knife, and he just stabs you once in the shoulder. Take two damage. Okay, okay let's go. Okay. And how do you is react it, to that? Um, I kind of try. I shuffle. I shuffle back into like a corner. I don't. Um, he doesn't know what to do at this point. He's just actually terrified. You almost feel like you see a smile upon Robert's face, but you can't exactly tell because of the way how he just looks. Yeah. And then suddenly, he leaves the room. But the door is open. Okay. Uh, how how am I like bound? Cause you're bound like your hands are like bound to your back and your legs are tied up. You could like um swarm around if you wanted to. Would would they have taken my uh, switchblade? Oh yes, you are, uh, you have no weapons on you whatsoever. Okay. Um. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna try like lean, lean up against a wall and then slowly pull myself up. All right. You managed to do so very slowly, with as much effort as you can because you were just stabbed. Okay. Um, I've got my feet are bound, right? How That's like? Correct. Is it a loose or a tight? They're pretty tight. It's tight with um, a rope. Okay. All right. I'm going I'm I'm to make an idea roll because I don't know. Okay. I don't know what to. Yeah, I passed. Okay. Uh, did you get a regular success? Um, hard? Yeah, I got a hard. I got a hard. Okay. So you feel like the best idea you could either hop, hop like you are able to hop like to like exit, or if you could just crawl like kind of like like you know kind of like move like a worm like you know. Uh, so. I'm I'm just I'm gonna go to hop. I'm gonna hop. Okay, uh, you need to make a dex roll. Okay. Uh, I, I failed. Okay. So as you try to hop like out of the door, and the door is still open, you just manage to flop face first on the ground. Not enough to hurt you, but just to like you know have a little, be annoyed even more. And then as you pick your head up, you notice these two naked uh, figures before you, but they're like decayed and rotting, and you notice that. The sign that you found, uh, that they noticed something different on the center of their chest, much like you found on the Niki terror on your road coming here. You notice that it's an unbleeding hole and it's surrounded by a network of red lines. You notice that each of the naked figures, one is male, the other is female, 
they're each holding a meat hook. So I need you to make a sanity check. I failed. Okay. You take... Uh, roll a 1d4. Sorry, I, I need to find my d4. Here it is. <laughs> uh, one. Okay. How much standing have you taken so far throughout our adventure? Uh, well, I'm on 32. At the... Out of what? I started on 50. Okay. So you're not you're not quite halfway there yet, right? No. Okay. And you notice that Robert's behind them, and he kind of looks at both of these naked figures. He like gives them both a nod, and then they both walk over and they just pick you up together. They both just kind of drag you, and then they start to walk you out of the uh, reception office. And that is where we're going to end the scene with you. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to go back to Oliver and Dr. Wright as they were going. Um, if I remember correctly, you guys were investigating the brother's um, room? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's right. We were just going to try the door first. If it isn't able to be tried easily, we're just going to break it open and all the commotion that's going on. Okay. Well, the door is locked, so you could either you know do what you got to do. We have a combined strength. I don't know what your what is your strength. I have a sixty. I have a fifty-five. So we're looking at one hundred and fifteen or so. Okay, so well, the two of you just make make your strength rolls. Okay. I pass with a thirty-one. Okay. Um, I got an eighteen. Okay, so both of you easily manage just to like knock down the door and it just flies open. Excuse me. And before you, you see the room that the brothers stay in, it's a little bit bigger than the other rooms in your rooms because it's meant for two people. But you do notice this. You notice that there's a one side of the room has like a bed. It's a nice bed, you know, regular bed, kind of like what you guys had in your rooms. And then Beside that, you see a battered crate. I just kind of nod towards the crate. All right. All right, Doctor, if you want to go take a peek, I kind of draw my revolver and turn to look back. I'll watch your watch backs. It would be my pleasure. And he walks over and examines the crate. Okay. Being cautious. You notice it's uh, very similar to the crates that you two found in the workshop. It's just a little battered, though. Possibly a little bit bigger than what you found. I'm going to open the crate, cautiously. Okay. You open the crate, and what you notice is there seems to be um, some hay down there and a wool blanket. As though this was like some sort of a little bed of some kind? Yes. And approximately how many feet by how many feet is this crate? Um, about ten, about five by ten. I see. I this appears to be almost like a coffin, Mr. Lawson. Coffin. 
and a glance the back size at it. Of it. Yeah. Goodness, what do you think they're keeping in there? It appears to be hay in a blanket, Mr. Lawson. He smirks darkly. Oh. I, you make it that doctor, right? I would imagine that either this is where one of them sleeps or where they keep one of these creatures that might do their bidding. Yeah, but one bed, that, you think that's where the, uh, the one in the wheelchair sleeps? It's possible. I don't think we have enough information. As I, I'm going to kind of rifle through the hay a little bit, see if there's any indication or any clues in the hay. Like um, you really don't find anything. Oh. Okay. Like, what exactly are you looking for? Well, like, you know, perhaps a weird. wallet with some identification fell out of a pocket and just happens to be laying. Oh. No, you just see, like, just the hay and the wool blanket. That's about it. I glance around. Is it so there's no opening on the bottom of this, right? Like, it doesn't open to another area? No. No, it does not. Mr. Lawson, do you happen to see any hidden passageways in this room that we should be aware of? Um, all right, so I'm going to step in and shut the door. And I'm going to look for any hidden compartments or... All right, make a spot hidden. Um, oh, I failed. 67 against a 65. Can I spend two oh. luck? Uh, sure. Okay. All right, so that would be passed then. Okay. You don't find any hidden... Um, compartments or trap doors or anything of the sort, but since you did roll um, a spot hidden, you notice that um, the bookshelf in the room seems to be have more books than compared to what the two of you had in your rooms. All right, I'm going to kind of glance glance at them, see if there's anything of, of any particular you know, like okay. not things like history of nature and all that other stuff I'm looking for. And as you glance through it, you notice that there is a book, much similar. Um, you notice there's a book on um, England, and it seems to have like some sort of like bookmark on it. And as you look closer, it looks to be the book that was checked out in Miskatonic University. Mm -hmm. You also notice some other like history books, and then you notice there's a book in um, it's almost like a black leather. That seems to be like on the bottom shelf, though. We should just grab that book and hang on to it. Yes. For now. We shouldn't stay in here any longer than we need to. Agreed. Um, looking out the window, what is the view of the window? You notice that the moonlight is out. The moon's out shining. You start to notice that the fog seems to be going towards more towards the, sorry he's noticed that the fog seems to be traveling more sort towards the lake like it's circling it almost there seems to be more fog like going through than what you previously saw all right back to the room um hmm. anything else in this room that looks like a uh looks like it might be hidden like under a mattress or anything like that or anything uh, that's in the open like photographs or anything like that that might be of interest okay um We'll go with the hidden stuff. Just roll a spot hidden. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll be damned. 17. Okay. Out of 40. So you notice that under the bed 
you notice that there seems to be a lockbox. I'll take that along with okay. us to pick out another time. Um, and going back to your earlier question, um, did any of you take the Miskatonic University Library book, the mm-hmm. one about England? Is that a yeah? I mean, if he doesn't, yeah. I definitely will because yeah. it's on my okay, head. I'm taking it. Um, looking for evidence that the kid you was... Notice, you notice that like the bookmark on it seems to be like that of like a photograph. Okay, I'll take a look Just from the, Okay. So as you look inside the, the book, you notice that um, it's on the section of a certain particular area in, um, of England. It's called Severn River Valley. And then you notice in the photo, there seems to be a family. You notice that there seems to be four of them. There seems to be uh, two men and then two women. And you notice that they seem to be on a farmland. They look to be farmers. And on the back of the photo, you notice that it's dated 1860. But you notice that the two men, they look like the Brophy brothers. Hmm. Looks like they were reading some of their their spoils, I guess. Anything else we need from this room before we get out of here? I don't believe so. All right. Since we shut the door behind us. Well, I'll put the lid open. I'll draw my gun because. Yeah, that's fine. I'll put the lid back on that coffin as well. Okay. Try to make it look like we weren't there as much as we can, despite the broken right. door. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will hold the door. I'll get behind the door and pull it open for Mr. Lawson. Okay. And as you guys are walking back, you notice that in the, the parking lot area, you seem to notice um, Jacob, he seems to be in his car, but he can't seem to be getting it going. seems like he's having trouble with it. You can hear him like being all flushed, like, come on, come on. Ugh, damn it. What the fuck? I take it like pocket- sabotage more people's cars. It sounds that way. I check the time on my pocket watch. Um the time now is Um trying to think from last game. We'll just say it's um a little bit after nine o'clock. All right. So I d- we see no sign though of Rodriguez or Dr- Mr. Drysdale. No. No. So then there's no like asking kind of weird mini game coach, but they're like there's no like no screaming or anything at all that we heard. Or- well, make a uh, make a list and check because you from the lake and the um, hotel is kind of far away. Not that far away, but you know. Okay. Right. I'm just asking. Forty five. Okay. So that's, that a, hold on. Let me check. Okay. <laughs> Say numbers. I don't know what they mean. No, that's a fail. Okay. And mine was also a fail. I got a 39 out of 30. Okay, so not, you guys don't hear anything. All right. But the only thing you see is um, you see Jacob trying to fix his car, and he sees it's you don't have to make listen rolls to hear him cussing and being all flustered. Let's try to look through what we have at our room for now. Okay. Right. So we have some idea of what it is we're facing. The other two are, well, I trust that. Where do you think Rodriguez is? I, I don't know. But, the by now. I don't know, but 
he's probably not in a good place, but he is someone with certain skills, shall we say. Right, so we're gonna go through yeah. evidence because we know that they're, they've sabotaging the cars, so really going and wasting more time trying to explain that to that, that guy. He can figure it out for himself. I'm going to try to just, I don't have anything to do it with. Do you have anything that you can open this lockbox with? Uh, I'll look up my revolver, not quietly. Can I see your revolver a moment? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand it over to you. I'm gonna turn around and use the butt end to try to just and shoot himself in the. One <laughs> <laughs> hundred. Wow, take, take eleven damage. You're dead. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the one hundred. It's coming. I can feel. Uh, make a strength roll. Okay. With a bonus die. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, here comes the 100. It's coming. Oh, no. It's all zeros. What does that mean? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Zero. I got a, I got a 49 out of 50. Okay. Okay. So you managed to break open the lockbox. And what you find is a vast amount of um, cash inside. It's payday, Mr. Lawson. Let's attend to the other things, though. He actually looks slightly more excited than he normally is. Uh, Why, yes. <laughs> it's a lot of um, lot of cash. If you um, actually sit, I'm going to see, if you actually sit there and count it, it's about over $1,200. <laughs> What is the I, answer? I, a lot of money. I give Mr. Lawson his gun back. Thank let's you. Look, let's look through these books. Okay. Quickly. If that's all right with you, Mr. Lawson. Yes. No, that's fine. And what book are we going to be looking through um, first? The leather one. Yeah, I'll the look black through, leather one? While he looks through that, I'll look through the other book. Okay. We'll start with um, Mr. Lawson then. So... As you as you pick up the black leather book, notice it's got some like it's got some nice weight to it. You feel like it's like a like a reference book that you you find at a library. And okay. are you going to open it up? Yeah. Okay. So you open it up, and you realize you as you start to read it or skim through it, you notice that it discusses. There's a there's a yeah. Let me back up a second. Notice that there seems to be a recurring name in the book, and name is a uh, Galaki. And in this book, as you skim through it, you notice that it talks about how the duty of a cult of Galaki uh, influences across the globe how they can keep resurrecting or bringing forth this avatar to other locations. It's talks like how to contact it, has very specific instructions, how to conjure it, how to create an avatar of it. Does, so looking at all this stuff, do any of them involve killing people? Um, per, not per se, but you do realize that it injects a spine um, into someone. So, if the person were to live, they would have a 
um, a network of red um, red lines around the center of the chest. And what happens is they become a servant of Glocky and they become basically like its puppet. So they like are able to like live their everyday life, but it's like, you know, they're able to like watch and see everything. So, and after reading that, skimming through it, I need you to uh, roll Sandy check. If I figured as much. Because <laughs> this is all just like, wait, what am I reading here? I pass with a 35. Okay. I'll just roll 1d3. 1d3? Yeah. Gotcha. Three. And then for your uh, Cthulhu Mythos, just add a one to it, like a one percentile. Gotcha. Yeah. And you notice that as you're reading, this is all in English too, by the way. This is how you're able to read everything. It was written in um, 1859 and it's volume six. It says like volumes. It says like the Revelations of Galaki, volume six in the introduction, which I forgot to mention earlier. So sorry about that. 18, 1859. This is a year before that picture was taken, Jeremiah. Well, I think we understand the nature of what it is we're dealing with then, hey? Yeah, so it looks like they're trying to contact some avatar of some being of theirs. How cute is that? My. It's unfortunate. We should get out of here as soon as we can. I We need to collect the others. And No, I agree. Although it appears that all our vehicle transportations have been a little troubled. We'll figure it out. So the other book, the England book? Um, the other book, as you're looking through it, you notice that, like I said earlier, the section of the photograph was at Severn River Valley. And it's basically like talks about the land. Um, it's like an introduction book of the, like, of the history. You get the feeling that perhaps Robert is a bit um, homesick and has um, these type, he likes to be, you know, remember the little things. Um, let's hide these in a pack or something like that. Let's put them in, uh, I bet uh, he left his pack here. Let's put it in uh, Rodriguez's pack for now. That way we can plead ignorance if need be. I agree, but these, these people, they came from England 60 years ago. No? They must be old. Right. I'm surprised they still have so much mobility. Yeah, well, the one doesn't have a whole lot of mobility, right? He's in That's a wheelchair. true. But the other looks this, far younger. This thing talks about, this book of theirs talks about moving this this creature, this Galaki from place to place. Do you think that they were doing this back in England before they came here? Clearly, though, this may be some sort of shared delusion or fantasy that they're experiencing. No, no, I, I agree, but we should definitely, when we get out of here, I want to dig a little bit more into this. My my best estimate would be that these two troubled men who have seen a lot and have been aged and, and have become senile with age have caught onto some fantasy or some lore about this creature named Glocky. Perhaps they've even created it themselves and are trying to disfigure people in some sort of strange cult worship of this fictional creature. 
this fantasy, this delusion. That sounds like an apt assessment. And they're people I would rather be very far away from right now. So let's get the others and let's get out of here. Now, where did that Mr. Drysdale go? And we will now go to Mr. Drysdale. (laughs) Mr. Drysdale, as you are beneath this metallic, sluggish-like creature, you're just screaming in agony. You you just so bl- you were just blinded by it. You just mm-hmm. hear nothing but your own screams. I dropped my gun. I fell backwards into the mud. Okay. But as the time passes, um, make a listen check for me. Okay. Well, they've tied me up. You said that. In the right. Yeah. But you can still hear. <laughs> uh, I got a sixty-four. What was this? A listen? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're too busy screaming. I talk, to hear you. people listen to me. <laughs> You're, um, you're just almost becoming hy- uh, hysterical from all the, um, yelling. And you, f- you feel like you hear, um, William and Gabriel trying to talk to you, but you just can't hear what they're saying. Okay. So that eventually, um, time passes maybe like a couple minutes, you're no longer blinded. You're able to see what's going on. The first thing you see is the moonlight. And then you feel you're being lifted up. Okay. So, so you're now back on your knees. Okay. And then beside you, you see your son. He's next to you and he's holding um, a mulatto looking woman, very young beautiful and she seems to be like struggling to get free from him but your son james has like this iron grip on her and you just see this james 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 what there you are what what's going on i don't understand and he just ignores you he just deliberately ignores you as he seems to like walk over with the woman and then you see William holding the woman by the one arm too. And like, and she's like thrown down in front of this metallic like being of, Oh, that's still there, huh? That's still there. Yes. All right. And then you see it looking at her. Like it's obviously towering over you. She screams, she screams in fright. She's like horrified by this. And then you notice one of its spines from um, its back as it just just like drills right into her chest as it just like impales her on the ground. Okay. So I need you to make another sandy check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 84. It's a miserable. <laughs> uh, roll a 1d6. All right. Here we go again. Six. I've actually also lost enough to where I, I'm going to have to be institutionalized afterwards. <laughs> uh, shall I roll the or do the cards? Yeah, that'd be very cards on my wall because it's easier to just look over at them. Okay. <laughs> uh, says I faint. So yeah, for one d ten, 
for nine rounds, I just that would be the that would most he would just faint after seeing something so horrific. Yeah, and then you hear yeah, and as you last faint, you hear that her screams just died out. Right. All right. So I'm I'm passed out. Yeah, and now we're gonna switch the scene over to Doctor Rodriguez. Yay! <laughs> as you're um. As you're being dragged by these two, um, these two individuals, you notice that Robert is slowly walking behind you, but you guys are like much further than him. And I need you to roll a uh, a spot hidden real quick. Um, I fail. Okay. Do you want to push it, or would you like to spend some luck? How much yeah, did you fail by? Yeah, I'll spend six luck. Why not? Okay, you can, you can spend six luck. You remember the man who wanted to start a fight with you earlier in the day? Because you, yeah. you and um, Oliver are making so much noise. Well, you see him um, in the distance. He seems to be walking towards, like, walking towards you guys. Okay. Um, I kind of just I'm I just look confused. Like he doesn't know what to do. He's being dragged by two people. A guy who pretty much wants to beat him up is coming towards him. So, and as his um as he was like much bitter and um kind of like cranky as before, he notices you being dragged off by these people. He storms up to you. It's like. What the hell is going on now? And then he realizes, like, oh my god. He realizes the two um people who are looked to be um decayed and rotting. So whatever. And he passed his sanity check, but he's like, Ugh. like he's like he was he's just tired. So how how do you how's your expression look when you see this guy? Uh I've got like um I'm kind of just like like, I really want him to yeah. help me. Right. So, like, the first thing you notice right away is he notices your expression that this isn't a prank, this isn't a joke. He just gets his fist up and he just throws it and it hits, like, one of them right in the face. Uh, it's the male It's the male one. He just goes knocking back a little. And then okay. you notice the female one kind of lets go of you as she's now struggling, kind of like, almost like, you know, brawling with the, this, you know, this guy. So am I completely free from? Yeah, you're right, completely free from them, but you're still um, bound. So I would like you to make a luck roll. Okay. I pass. Okay. You notice that the one that dropped um, the one male that got knocked or pushed back, he dropped his meat hook. So you feel like if you you see the meat hook there, so you feel like if you can just you know cut yourself free from the meat hook, that you might be able to free yourself. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll I'll attempt that. Yeah. Okay. I'll uh, just make a dex check. I pass. Okay, you're now free, and you have a meat hook. Uh, I'm I'm gonna. Is the guy still like fighting? Uh... Oh yeah, they're all still dancing. Uh, I'm, I might regret this, but I'm gonna try help them on out. Okay. Uh, wait, who's 
Which one's closer to me, the male or female? Uh, the male. He's closer to you. Yeah, I'm just going to swing the meat hook at him. Okay, so make a brawl check. Actually, make a brawl check with advantage because you're going to catch him off guard. Or with a, with a bonus die. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Uh, yeah, I pass. I pass. Okay, so the damage is 1d6. And if you have um, any bonus die, you know, for bonus damage, you could apply that, obviously. Uh, I, I got four. Yeah, oh, crap. Yeah, he ate 99. Yeah, he's not dodging or anything. How much did you roll? Just four? Yeah. Okay. He's still up, but you took, like, a nice, like, chunk out of him. Okay. And you notice that he notices you now, and he's going to try to, like, attack you. But he misses horribly. Another 94. So now it's your turn again to counter it. Okay. I'm just going to go for another swing on Okay. Let me do another brawl. I got a five. Wow. That's extreme. Yep. So, if I'm not mistaken, that would be an impale. So, you roll the max damage, so you automatically get six, and then you roll another um, 1d6. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm going to show this. I got a six. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'd like you to describe how you finish off this rotting corpse. Um, I just put the meat hook right into his uh, stomach and just pull it up, and then. All right, um, and he knows the acre of blood just like sprays all over. For some reason, though, as you notice that, I, I just want you to make a uh, another spot hidden check, please. I fail horribly. Okay. Um, at this point, you notice that the male, the, the sorry, the big guy that was um, uh, bullying you or intimidating you before, he seems to be actually having trouble now as the woman seems to have the um, upper hand on him. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to sneak up behind the woman. I'm assuming she can't see me. No. So you can roll another bonus die if you like. Okay. I fail horribly. Okay. How horrible did you fail? Uh, I got 92. So. Okay. So as you try to swing your meat hook on her, you just, you just miss. And she okay. kind of notices that. So she takes her eyes off, and then she's going to swing her meat hook at you. So you can either make a dodge roll, or you could try to brawl back with her. Okay, I'm going to do- try dodge. Oh, no. What'd you get? I got three zeros. (laughs) Well, she got a two, so... (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, You take... Well, lucky you. Uh, You take four damage. Oh my god. Thank fuck. (laughs) 
Okay. And as you get as the as the uh, rotting corpse seems to hook you, you notice that the big burly you know man that's been you know bothering you, he seems to come up from behind and just like do like a double axe handle like right to like the back of her head and she just like drops. Okay. Like she just drops like a bad habit and. Okay. He looks at you. He's like, "What the fuck is going on here? Who are these people?" I don't know, but they've been stealing people's license plates, probably dumping the cars in the lake. And then, oh, thank you for your help. I didn't expect you to help me there. I didn't expect you to actually help you either, you little twerp. I'm gonna get the hell out of here. Um, he just he just runs off. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try run back to like the hotel area. Okay. And as you run back, um, you notice that Oliver and Doctor Wright are there too. Like you guys are kind of in the same vicinity. Okay. I I am pro I am probably bleeding quite badly at this point. So. How much? How many hit points do you have left, actually? I, I, I'm on five HP. Okay. So he's coming up to us now. Actually, before yeah, but uh, as you do that, Rodriguez, uh, make a Constitution roll. Okay. Since you took so much damage. I got a uh, seventeen. Okay, um, you're fine then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. What the hell happened to you? Ugh. I went into office and uh, they tied me up and then two zombie people took me out somewhere. The guy in the wheelchair can walk. And the, and the guy who um, attempted to... Uh, and the guy who attempted to beat me up earlier, he saved my life. Well... I suppose these old men were hiding something. I guess they could be hiding their own their own disability. But zombie people, Rodriguez, did they hit you in the head? Did they drug you? Um, they put a meat hook to my chest. So, well, it looks like your demons have come home to roost, mm, Doctor Rodriguez. Maybe, but where's where's Drysdale? Look, we don't have time for that. We need to find a key to their car their truck if we find Drysdale on the way he couldn't have gone too far Uh, I don't know what's going on outside I saw more fog is there anything else happening out there oh I did find before they caught me I did find license plates license plates incredibly helpful Mr. Rodriguez one of them must be the kids but We've already kind of figured out what's happened to him. All, all I know is that there's something strange about the brothers. Well, thanks, Rodriguez, but do you know where they're taking you to? I really wasn't... I wasn't in a state to even try to think this. I could have died. Look, they're probably coming to this building right now, gentlemen. 
All I say is we find Drysdale and get out of here. You note also that uh, Jeremiah has your bag with him. Why? Why have you got my bag? We're not planning on sticking around long. He hands it to you. Okay. I'll just keep hold of it. I don't look inside it or anything like that. Let's go see if this kid out here needs help, unless we're going to look for the keys in the office. I don't know. So is he still fumbling with his car, or is he he gone? Uh, He's still there fumbling around, as as much as you guys can tell. Is the... Like, what other vehicles are there? There is a... Hold on, let me get my list out. Ah. There is... Well, the vehicle that um, Mr. Drysdale drove up in, um, you notice that there's a Buick model 14B. That's the one... That's Jacob's car. It's the one he's working on. A 1918 Dort sedan. It's, It's blue. And you notice a Ford Model T runabout pickup truck, which seems to be a bit battered. And then you also notice there's another pickup truck, too. You're assuming um, that's not as bad, though. It's most likely Gabriel's truck, how he got to the motel. So you have at least um, five vehicles out there. Where where did Gabriel go? I'm sorry, I don't recall. We oh, you don't know. know. You guys don't know. We have no idea. Where. We, don't, we don't know where any of them are. Listen. You can check their office for keys. But I don't know if they would leave keys there, but I guess it's worth a shot. Rodriguez, do you recall seeing any keys? Yeah, I did have some in my possession, but they took everything when they tied me up. Did you get to see where they put them, or did they carry them off in their person? No, but I do know there's like a whole set of keys in their back office, like all the spare keys and that. All right, that's where we're going to go. I'm going to go to the office. There's possibly a shotgun in there as well. Shotgun? Did they have shells for the one that was in the the lobby? Yes. All right, we need to be very, very careful. Do you want me to roll for my spot hidden? Or... Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. Could you please? I rolled an eight. <laughs> nice. There's okay. nothing there. That's the fun part. Congratulations. <laughs> you find nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do find some stuff. You do find um, you find the shotgun. Um, it's a 20-gauge shotgun that, um, that was described earlier. You find the shells that um, Rodriguez found. You also find um, in the office the uh, copy of Ivanhoe that was taken from Miskatonic University. And that's about it. You don't find any keys. Well, I load All the right. shotgun and I grab the Ivanhoe and toss it over to Oliver. The book or the shotgun? The, the book. I don't, <laughs> I don't toss shotguns. <laughs> All right. I take the book. And I'll take the rest of the shells as well. Um, I just stay silent. Where in the hell? Is there there a 
cash box or a cash register? Uh, you feel like the little cash box that you found um, in William and um, Robert's room was all the money that they had. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to see if there were keys in the cash box or something like that somewhere. No. Okay. All right, well, let's see if we can spot Mr. Drysdale and okay. get the hell out of here somehow. Now, I, I agree, Dr. Wright. Now, Rodriguez, think really hard. Where were they taking you? Uh, I probably to the lake. I don't know. Would make, I, would an I... Idea, make an ideal roll, um, Rodriguez. Okay. I got a 43 out of 70. So. Okay. Um, you were most likely being led to the lake. Just you were heading, you were going in a different direction. Okay. But like I'll... a more distinct, like a more distinct trail you were going towards. Yeah, I, I, I relay that to Oliver and Jeremiah. Taking him to the lake. They're taking you to the lake. We haven't yeah. seen Drysdale. I wonder if they got him too. Well, well let's start at the lake. Okay. <laughs> let's. Uh, pass me the shotgun, Jeremiah. No. Well, I'll need some kind of weapon. Oh, wait, I have a meat hook. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, I'd like you, as you're all in there, um, I'd like you to all make listen checks. I got, I failed. I fail. I fail. I'd like to find my dice. One moment. <laughs> there we go. 63. Oh, no. <laughs> nope. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to you spend all? thirty. I'd like to spend thirty-three <laughs> luck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to spend fifty luck. No. <laughs> Rodriguez, do you are you close enough to not be joking about spending luck? No. Uh, nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I am okay, then. my shotgun though. I'm holding it. Like... Okay. All right. So I guess we're gonna go to leave. Okay. Got the meat hook. <laughs> so as you guys are, as you all are walking out of the reception office, you guys, um, you see, um, Jacob, um, uh, being confronted by, um, the guy, um, the big burly man that, um, um, uh, Rodriguez had issues with earlier in our story. And you hear like they're shouting and he's getting close and then all of a sudden you hear like a gunshot go off. Mm-hmm. And then you notice that the big guy seems to be like kind of like lowering down. He seems to be like almost like dropping to his dropping to his knees. I look for the source of the shot. Who who shot? Uh make a spot hidden. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. No, not unless, not unless I get to spend 29 luck. <laughs> All right, but I did get an extreme success to find out where it came from. Okay, um, Oliver, you noticed that uh, Jacob had a, a Dylan has a gun in his hand. He just seemed to just plug um, this man right in the chest. I'm kind of hiding behind the building. I'm going to call out to him. What's going on, Jacob? And as you call out, he looks at you. And he uh, starts to turn his gun on you. I'm, I'm behind the... <laughs> behind in that direction. 
but he just fires and he obviously misses. Like he's trying to like scare you off almost. Okay, so I'm going to, um, I'm going to speak to him, and I'm going to att- I'm going to say the following. <clears throat> what was his name again? I'm sorry. Jacob. As you're doing that, before I'm going to like Rodriguez, watch our backs. <laughs> yeah, I just t- I just turn around with meat hook in that. Jacob, I understand that this has been a very trying evening, and I can certainly understand that because we're in the same position you are. I assure you, we want to get out of here just as badly as you. We don't care what just happened here, um, but you need to consider the repercussions of attacking us, people who are trying to help you. I'm going to try to use psychology to try to convince him. Go right ahead. Try to talk him down. I got a hard success, twenty nine out of seventy. Okay. As you're ta- as you're um you know having uh, using your diplomacy to like calm him down, you notice that he lower he starts to lower the gun now. Uh, I keep he- it I keep it trained on that guy you just shot. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we are here to help you, Jacob. And I'm going to start moving towards him. I'm not holding my shotgun, pointing at him. Just that way. Okay. But I do have my shotgun. Jeremiah, just be careful. What does he do? He's, he um he looks at you and he he's like really confused. He looks frightened. It's like you, you don't understand. You just don't get it. You don't. You don't get it. Tell me, Jacob. Tell me. Help me understand. I've lost everything i've lost everything i came here to escape with abe and now he's gone there's nothing that's gonna bring him back no there is nothing that will bring him back but there is you and there is us and we've lost one of our friends too i know what you're experiencing we all do i'm looking at the guy too is he getting back up or is he he's he's at um he looks hurt honestly He's not moving though, but you see him slowly breathing. Do you have keys? He says to that guy. Wait, to the to Jacob the or the guy who got shot? shot? The, the guy who got shot. Oh, the guy who got shot. He tries to like reach in his pocket to pull keys, and then you notice Jacob just kind of like fires the gun again on him. He's dead. Just shoots him dead bang. It's a new therapeutic intervention. All right. Uh, so uh, let's get the keys and get out of here, Jacob. You can do no. this. You're strong. Um, I, I, I just then at that point run over to Jeremiah and obviously see, see the man on the floor who saved my life. And I just turned to Jacob about to raise my meat hook. I swear to God, Rodriguez, not now. And he actually kind of lifts his shotgun a little bit. This is not the time or place. Get the Bad- keys and let's get out of here. Batman saved my life. Well, are you ready to sacrifice it? Dr. Rodriguez? I, I'm all dead. I'm, I'm literally not even paying attention. If he, if, he decides, if he decides to slash at this person who's been helping us when talking down, I will shoot. 
I'm just but my my hand's just getting higher and higher, but I am trying to relax. I'm going I'm sorry to talk so much in this situation, but I'm going to no, it's okay. uh Dr. Rodriguez, think of your history, think of why you're here, think of what you're doing. And I'm going to try to psych- use psychology again to try to talk him off this precipice. Consider, consider who these people are. Consider the actions and the ramifications of them. If you do make it out of here, you don't want to spend time in the Arkham Asylum, Dr. Rodriguez. Trust me. I want to make like an anti-listen roll because I probably wouldn't even I rolled be a 20, by the way, so I don't know if that matters on psychology. That's a, that's a hard... I think. Oh, would you have to roll? It's opposed, right? I believe it's opposed, unless someone wants to correct me here. I believe it what is, is opposed. What is opposed? He, um, Doctor Wright's trying to use psychology on Rodriguez, but Rodriguez doesn't want to um listen to reason. Right? Am I right on that? Yeah. Okay. What would I, what do I have to do to? You do an opposed power roll. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have power against his. Uh, right. Sorry. Psychoanalysis. Okay. okay. I, yeah, I, I, I didn't. Okay. I failed. All right. So he's calming you down. Yeah, he's calming you down then. Yeah, I, 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 okay. I'm all chill now, but I do say I could have saved that man's life. He we all could him. save a lot of lives if we live through this. So what is Oliver doing as he sees all this going down? Well, he's constantly checking over his shoulder because he's worried about the people who, that we, who we don't know where they are. Mm-hmm. And he's He's really kind of studied, trying to look around where the uh, the rooms were because mm-hmm. Drysdale said he was going for a walk, but he never showed back up. He's somewhere. Mm-hmm. So he's at the moment he's more focused on trying to figure out where where Drysdale might be than what his associates are okay. doing in the okay. Lot. Maybe Doctor Rodriguez should go investigating get him out of this situation. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go right, I'm going to start walking towards uh, Jacob. Is his gun on the ground? Like, is he? No, he still has his gun. Like, he's still scared. Jacob, lower the gun. Jacob, I need you to think for me for a second. I'm going to start slowly, like, walking towards him. You know, my pistols on his holster, just like, mm-hmm. not threatening at all. Just like, do you recall seeing. A man walked by here when I started trying to des- start describe Mr. Drysdale. Did you see him walk past here? And Jacob kind of thinks. He cocks his head. He's thinking, huh. Yeah. I I do remember that guy. Did you do you know where he went? Yeah, I do remember where he went. And then he draws his gun and all of it. He's like, let's go to the lake. He, does he draw the gun on Lawson? Yes. Hmm. You should really reconsider what you're doing here, son. I raise my shotgun. I raise my meat hook. 
look, there are two ways to go about this, Jacob. You can do what's right, or you can serve whatever fictitious thing it is you think you're I'm just going to scream, shoot him, Jeremiah, and just dive to the ground. <laughs> okay. <laughs> me. I, I will hesitate a moment, though. Does he do anything? If he if he looks like he's about to shoot, I'm going to shoot. Yeah, he probably would shoot after um okay. after Oliver said that. All right, I shoot immediately. Okay. I, can I make a movement and then shoot? Well, you're all pretty close together. Yeah, you're like, you're all you're really close to him. You're all we're all like point blanks, but you would have to drop first. Do I get bonus die for that, or how does that work for you just point hit. blank? Point blank. You just roll damage. Oh, okay. What is the damage on a shotgun? I don't have that. Uh, two d six. Eight. Okay, you. He just goes flying like boom, and you notice that he he's not dead yet though. But you notice as you hit his gut, um, you notice that he seems to have um the same thing that everyone else has been having the uh an unbleeding hole in the center of his chest, and there's a lot of network of red lines all around. As you, you know, the as the shells just like shear away all his clothing. There's a big gaping hole there. Son of a bitch. I'll make a luck roll right now, uh, Dr. Jeremiah. No, okay. <laughs> Is this minus my 36 that I spent earlier? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> 42 out of 60. Okay. You, you see that the gun that he had, it's no longer visible. Okay. Guys, keep this guy. No keep, him keep him occupied. I'm going to get the keys off this other guy. You should have just let me kill him, Jeremiah. Dr. Rodriguez, you may be right. And that is the first time in the history of us working together that he has ever said that to you. I just look, I look really shocked that he said that to me. I don't usually get things like that said to me. Well, I'm glad we're getting all touchy-feely. I check him for keys. Rodriguez, check this man for keys. Okay. You do I, find the yeah. you do find a, like his a wallet on him, the keys that he had that he just got he, like his car keys for his vehicle, and then the car keys that he took from the other man he just gunned down. That's about it. Nothing special. Is he is he dead or is he still? He's standing not. He's there? not dead, but he you took a. He's lying on the ground right now, but he, he took a big chunk out of his um his health, so he's not dead. All right. Okay, so I grabbed the keys in the wallet. Okay. All right, see if you can get any vehicles started. Rodriguez, come help me with this man who's been shot over here. Okay. Um, what what do you want me to do, Lawson? I don't know. We are the doctor. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, but is it worth keeping him alive? You're just going to let him die here? Weren't you the one saying he saved your life? Um, isn't that man dead? Isn't that... Isn't the man who saved my life dead? Yes, he is 100% oh, he is dead. Oh. dead. Yeah, he, yeah Jacob is... He Jacob's was, okay. No, it's okay. Oh, yeah, Jacob's alive. Jacob. <laughs> I thought you were on about Jacob. <laughs> we have to save it. Okay, I thought... I thought he was still bleeding. Okay, <laughs> Okay. 
I go to the truck and I try the keys. That's all right. Okay, um, it doesn't work. It seems to be like um, not going. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I'll go to another one of the. Do we? We don't know which car belongs to this guy, right? Um, I'm gonna say. I don't know much about cars in the 1920s, but I would assume that you wouldn't know what car belongs to what, but you notice, you know that the Buick that um, Jacob drive, that doesn't work. So there's the, there's your car, there's the sedan, and then there's the battered pickup truck. And then there's uh, the other truck that um, is out there too. Now, since I've sat in the driver's seat before and I've driven this car, does it look like the keys that go to our car? No. Go to Mr. Drysdale's car. Okay. So I'll no. go to the sedan and try the sedan. Okay. Uh, you well, get it to- while he's doing this, sorry, I'm going to go uh, okay. finish Jacob off with my boot. Okay. Um, as you... <laughs> um, as you, Dr. Jeremiah, mm-hmm. try to turn the keys to the sedan, you notice that it's sort of working, but then it's sort of not working. It's like... It's like it's almost like it's not worth the effort. It's like you're getting nowhere with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. just standing there looking around. Is anyone is anyone here good at mechanical repair or no? Auto no. repair, mechanical repair. I'm gonna shoot for the moon on a on a ten percent chance of mechanical repair here. No, I got a fifty-five. I spend forty-five luck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, everyone make an ideal roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has keys to his car. <laughs> I got a 22. I got a 13. I got a 59. A okay. You all feel like that William and Gabriel have all the keys to these vehicles on their persons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Or let's, possibly Robert, because you don't know where he went off to. Let's scope out the lake, Mr. Lawson. No? Yes. And then if we don't see if we don't see Drysdale and there's nothing at the lake, we can go check out that shed. Otherwise we should probably hold up in this in this building until they come back and attempt to take them on here. I don't know if walking's smart with those monsters out there that you claim exist. We should just head into the lake. We should just head straight in. You can feel free to do that when we get there, Rodriguez. A very important thing to, to remember. There. And I'm just going to start walking towards the lake. Same. Yeah, same. An important thing to remember is that the monsters we know are easier to fight than those we don't. I enjoy your philosophy, but I don't. <laughs> I just go, shut up, shut up Jeremiah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I motion like. Stop with the chatter. We're coming for you, Drysdale. All right, sorry about that. Um, I've I stepped off for like one second. Did you guys yeah, say no. you're gonna go to the lake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just all radio silence. Okay. Um, I like if you're gonna go. 
radio silence. Uh, just make stealth rolls as you're going through. Uh, I uh, got a 97. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I passed my... He's got a wound, so he keeps going, ow. Ow. <laughs> I, apparently, I apparently keep pontificating uh, with a 41 out of 20. I pass. I okay. Pass. Okay. So good luck to you two. <laughs> so as uh, so as you all approach the lake, you notice, uh, Rodriguez, your wound starts to act up again not for to make some aches and, uh, you know, for you to be aching a little. Yeah. And Jeremiah, um, you trip over some branches and some shrubbery, but um, Oliver manages to, you know, sneak by without being seen. And as you, the three of you do arrive at the right the lake, you notice that the fog's around. You see a couple people there. You see, um, <laughs> well, the first thing you notice is you notice the uh, the metallic uh, oval like slug like monster coming forth. So you, you're not going to miss that. So I need all of you to make. Um, Sandy checks. What uh, if I go blind? Then, then I, I pass with a sixteen. The dice aren't in my favor. I'm. I got a ninety-eight. Rodriguez time. wants to go give it a hug. I'm <laughs> swimming this whole time. Extreme success with a three. All right. If you passed, roll a one d three. If you failed, roll a one d ten. Two. I lose three. Uh, I got a nine. Rodriguez <laughs> <laughs> was half oh, there. Uh, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> Rodriguez has uh, seen some stuff, but an old metallic thing with all these what, spikes what is, what is Doc, What is Dr. Rodriguez at for sanity right now? Uh, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm at 30. 30 at out of minute. 30 out of what? 60? 50. Oh, 50. 50. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> Hey, Doc, Dr. Rodriguez, roll an eight-sided dice. Oh, dear. This is where everything comes falling apart. I got a six. Um, you are absolutely paranoid that everybody has planned this, and uh, uh, this, is, this is everybody's fault. <laughs> this is some horrible, horrible trick they've played on you because they all hate you. Paranoia. I'm, I'm really just, I'm now just looking at Lawson and Jeremiah and with my looking, looking at me. Where am I? I disappeared into the brush. <laughs> well, yeah, with with my mate. You, see, you... <laughs> you definitely see Jeremiah. Yeah, uh, I just roll a ten-sided dice, and you know how long it's going to last. Okay. Uh, look, Doctor Rodriguez. I don't know. Can I, can I try to figure out what's going on with them? Oh, sure. I'm not sure you'll have to think too hard. Though. I don't yeah, think right. you with a meat <laughs> I rolled a 10, so I'm going to... He's yeah. obviously par- You know he's paranoid right now. Uh, Dr. Dr. Rodriguez, we need to focus on what we're doing. We need to get Mr. Drysdale out of here and get you out of here alive. You need I to think of your... I? I, can, I, can I try to roll that psychology for him or no? No, he's insane. No, he's insane. <laughs> I, I lunge at Jeremiah. You can sure try, though. <laughs> okay, my reaction. What is my reaction? Who knows? Um, my reaction is going to try to 
son of a bitch. Okay. Freeze up in panic, apparently. Uh, no, it, you, you no. don't need to worry. I rolled a 70, so you don't need to worry. Uh, I was going to say that I was going to attempt to fight back. So I'm going to try to use the blunt end because I've already shot this shotgun. Right. The blunt end as a bludgeoning whack. <laughs> I'll roll for that. That's fighting brawl, right? I miss. That's okay. So you both missed. Mm-hmm. You both missed. Enough, Dr. Rodriguez. Which is fine because at this point you notice that. Um, you hear, it's like, oh, more sacrifices. How wonderful. You hear that from William. And as you turn your attention to William, you notice that Mr. Drysdale is on the ground, fainted, unconscious, whatever, he, however you want to take. You I'm going to assume he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you also, speaking of dead, though, you do notice that there is a woman who was impaled by a spine. So I need the three of you to roll another sanity check. Please. We showed up at the wrong moment. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I failed. Gosh. I like it. All right, if you if you pass, just take one. If you fail, take one d three. Okay, nickel and diming me to death. Here we go. Uh, I got, just, just so that you know, Rodriguez, you're already insane. You can't. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to. You can't. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> just, you just keep right, being sure. paranoid and not believe anything. Okay. Anymore. <laughs> They're trying to kill you, Mister mm-hmm. Lawson. It's time to leave. I don't know how, but we need to leave. Hey, Mister Lawson, it's not really. How close is? Would you say Drysdale is to the rest of the people? The crazy he people? is. Probably, I think, within ten feet. About ten feet, ten or fifteen feet. He's, he's too. Yeah, low. but you notice next There's to the, the next to the poor woman, you also notice two other figures. One is Gabriel, of course, and then the other one is James, the person you've been looking for. He seems so to be like. Can't say we didn't find him now, can you? What is, what is James doing regarding his father? Does he seem to be? Does he seem to show the appropriate affect of a son? He, does, who he does not seem to care whatsoever. You almost get the sense that he's being like controlled, or he's in some sort of trance. He's one. But of you notice ones. he's looking. You notice he's looking at you. And he's giving you like this cold, blank, like death stare at you. Like there's no emotion to him whatsoever. You know, he's holding a meat hook, too, in his hand. It's I, like he's waiting. Well, Oliver, Oliver sees a giant monster. Drysdale looks dead. They just stabbed this poor woman. Everything is terrible. And so he is going to pull out that dynamite that he found in the workshop. Okay. Light it up. Uh, just make a throw roll. What? Okay. Oh, jeez. All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. As that happened, I have run into, like, that group of people, by the way. I guess we'll do the dynamite first. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, I failed 56. Okay. What does that mean? I forgot, what was I forgot throw was a, I forgot it was a skill. <laughs> there it is. I don't have a lot of it. Does it just drop there, or does it go somewhere? It just drops, because you, I'll just say you tried to light it, but it just dropped. Like, Can I? just like, oh... 
Can I put can it I out? Can I try to pick it up and, oh yeah, oh. see if you can put it out. Yeah, you can put it out. Yep. It's like, ah, oh, shoot. And as you put it out, you notice that like Gabriel and James seem to be now approaching the three of you as William's like directing them to like capture you. Well, that's you. I'm going to shoot William. Okay. I reload. Or and I'm back. I hope I hit <laughs> a little bit. Let's say William. This is not good. Oh, my 83. <laughs> okay, you miss. Sack goes wide. And I'm reloading. Okay. I'll shoot when I get a chance. I want to start okay. backing up. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. With, with all the gunfire, I might start to wake up. Yeah, so make a listen check. Who, me? Yes, please. Oh. Uh, 16. Oh, yeah. You, that's you, that's you, below base. Barely. You, yeah, you hear all the ruckus going on, all the gunfire. Uh, where's all the money? What the... And of course, I open up my eyes, look straight up into Galaki, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I was blind again. <laughs> uh, Mr. Drysdale, at this point, you notice that as you woke up, that uh, William's looking at you. He's like, You're next to be sacrificed. Okay. How close are the zombie people to me? Sandy. Well,. <laughs> Um, they're not, they're approaching you, but you probably get like one more turn because they, all they have is like, um, all James has is a meat hook and all, um, Gabriel has, he has nothing. He just has, his, you know, his bare hands. Right. So oh, you yeah. can probably get one more turn off. I'm slashing wildly, by the way, just randomly. Okay. Okay. If I, uh, if I, I did another sanity roll, I failed. Okay. I rolled another sanity loss. And this time I got hysterical laughter. <laughs> now I'm lying there on the ground just going, <laughs> yeah, just cackling insanely because this is fucked up crazy. So you guys can at least hear me and see me laughing. Of course, it's not happy laughter. Uh, Mr. Lawson? Yeah? What, what are we doing? I am taking another shot. At throwing it? No, at shooting Williams. I see. Like I'm taking my, since I'm no longer trying to put dynamite out and shoot him at the same time, I'm just standing and deliver. Like I'm not trying to flee. Oh, God. You're not going to try to talk about a shooting now, are you? No. no. I'm just trying to figure out what to do. Um, I'm going to to shoot uh, since I've reloaded my gun. Uh, okay. Who are you shooting at, Mr. Lawson? Well, I am shooting at Williams. I'm shooting at the old guy. Let's do, let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's do that one first. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I got an extreme <laughs> success with an 11. Oh, good. Uh, you hit, obviously, so roll your damage. All right. Okay. Don't fail me now. 10. Okay. Now, if I'm not mistaken, if, if you get an extreme with guns, is that an automatic impale? It's a piercing, too, yeah. So it's the impale plus your damage. So it's 20. Okay. 
Yeah, so you take a nice headshot to him, and boom, and the bullet just goes right through his head as he was approaching Mr. Drysdale. So you essentially saved Mr. Drysdale's life from being sacrificed to Galaki. Oh, <laughs> I've never been more worried about dice roll in a game in my life. <laughs> I'm going to shoot at the younger of the two. Uh, that would be James. Oh, son. my goodness. Is that, is that his son? Not his son, right? Gabriel. Oh, that, he wants to shoot at yeah. Gabriel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. James, yeah. James is the son. Gabriel is the, um, you know, other guy. <laughs> okay. And how far away from Mr. Drysdale is Gabriel? Oh, they're they're far away. They're probably like going to be within like ten feet of you next turn. And my, closer to you than me because I saw you first. Yeah. I, so, do I have time to retrieve Mister Drysdale and start pulling him out of the way? I think they'd be in between you and yeah. Yeah. between us. Right, yeah, gonna, and Rodriguez too. I'm going to shoot Gabriel. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> but um. Rodriguez, make a luck roll. I passed. I got hot. Okay, and since you're par- since you're paranoid, and you stated that you're going to keep swinging your meat hook, you managed um, to go in the direction of Gabriel, who's running towards um, Jeremiah. So I need you to make a brawl roll. I got a two. Okay, good. Um, Roll um that's uh it's an impale so roll damage so the max for that is one d six so then roll another six so you're gonna six damage so then you know roll another one I got a four okay so ten so you manage to just like swing around and you just catch Gabriel by like the neck you manage to kind of like drag him down but um he falls down he's still alive though but he's barely like he's barely hanging on there. Now, at this point, um, Glocky is just, like, he's enraged that this is happening. He's, like, you could hear him, like, like, bellow. And so, unfortunately, none of you are close enough to him, but you just know that, like, the next turn he's probably going to try to do something, like, menacing or, like, just very bad to someone in a, you know, one of you guys. I'm going to retrieve the dynamite and light it and throw it towards the lake. Okay. Uh, we'll give that a good go. Let's see. And while he's doing that, I'm going to shoot at uh, James. Okay. Can I spend luck to make it if I'm just slightly over or no? Uh, because no, because we're in combat. Okay. 11 out of 20. <gasps> nice. There you go. So the damage for oh, that. Oh, jeez, my gun jams. <laughs> okay. That's a malfunction. All right. Um, so, Dr. Jeremiah, roll a 40-10. Oh, okay. That's how much that is. Twenty. Okay, you take a you take a pretty nice good chunk out of Galaki with the dynamites. As yeah. he's like, as he's like, you know, almost crying and you know. About you know, moaning and groaning in pain. You seem to really hurt him with that. I find it all funny. <laughs> I'm just frantically scared, like worried about everyone. 
And you should probably be concerned about the person who you have pinned on the hook who's probably going to try to come kill you now. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably cr- I'm probably just like panicking while with him attached to my hook. Yeah. And he's actually going to try to see if he can break free from that. Uh, no, he did not break free. He actually failed. So since you're paranoid, um, what do you do now, Rodriguez? Uh, I I just start to like move forward, to, like going towards Lawson, and I'm just like splitting. I trusted you all. Blah blah. blah. I just rambling. I reload. Okay. And notice that my gun is jam- jammed. I am going to start backing away from my employee who is. <laughs> Managing me hook heavy and start trying to clear it. Although I'm not sure how clearing the jams work after a malfunction. It just you, you're, you're, it's something you're doing. So okay, yeah. yeah, you're just trying to fix. So it just eats up a turn <laughs> because at this point, um, James is going to try to go after you guys or try to do another sacrifice, but it's going to be a little hard for him because you go out in the way. So he's going to try to go for. Rodriguez, because he's he's uh, the closest one, and just attacked his buddy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so well, he makes it, so he somehow kind of uses his hook to like hook Rodriguez as it kind of hits him. So a little damage. All right, you take two more damage. Fair enough. Puts me on three. So if, and he, you know, he's got you hooked now, and he's trying to, like, drag you away. I'm going to try to shoot him. Okay. With I'm my amazing 25, <laughs> still. So remember, he and Rodriguez are right up next to each other. So you're probably going to hit them both. Uh, 87. <laughs> okay, that's obviously a miss. So you sh- shoot, you know, whiffs, just whiffs, so... What's Oliver doing at this point? I missed by jam cleared. Yeah, at this point your jam would be clear. Okay. I'm going to... What is the giant thing in the lake doing? <laughs> well, you feel that it's getting ready to like... You can make an educated guess that it's probably going to launch one of its spikes at somebody very soon. Okay. And how close is Drysdale to me? Um, you probably could get to him this turn. And he's still just laughing away. He's just, just yeah, he's just laughing away. I'm back up on my feet though. <laughs> just standing there pointing and laughing. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna start backing away, but I wanna fire a shot near Drysdale. Not at him, but like on the ground. Old Western style to get his okay. attention. I'm trying to get a best out of it. But he's probably just going to laugh at it, but you know. 48, yes. 48, so it's a hit. <laughs> yeah. I pointed the other way. <laughs> Not a very good shot. <laughs> yeah, and I just start backing up. Just shouting, Jeremiah, we need to go. 
William has the key, the keys are in William's pocket. I'm going to run. Or, okay. Can you give me a layout of what this situation is? I know it's, I know it's a little confusing. Okay. So, um, there's obviously Galaki, the avatar of Galaki. He's in the lake. In front of him is the corpse of William. And besides William, like within like 10 feet of the corpse body is Mr. Drysdale hysterically laughing. In front of him would be Rodriguez, Gabriel, and now James. Kind of like they're literally like all hooked together. Okay. I'm gonna <laughs> and, then the, and then there's you and um, Lawson doing whatever it is. I'm going to use this opportunity to bolt over to Mr. Drysdale mm -hmm. um, since they seem to be occupied right now with Mr. Rodriguez. And when I reach uh, Mr. Drysdale, I'm going to also grab the keys from the pocket of the other guy. Okay. And I will toss and I will toss the keys over towards Lawson. Okay. Uh, so just make a luck roll. Okay. That's all. Success, 56 out of 60. Hey. <laughs> hey. And as you're able to do that, the Galaki avatar launches the spine. And let's see. <laughs> Impales Drysdale and Bright, both of us. It, it actually misses, so I'm not rolling good at all tonight. <laughs> as you notice, one of the spine kind of like launches up in the air and like lands, drops right down, right in front of Rodriguez, Gabriel, and um, James. Lawson, I've got Drysdale. Let's get out of here. Rodriguez is probably a lost cause. I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. He's keeping a good cover for us while we get out of here. Has Rodriguez dropped the bag? Yeah, get the bag. Oh, no, I've still got it. Oh, well, in that case, literally... screw that one out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they wanted all along. They want that bag. They want your bag. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they want my yeah, That's true. I'll kill you for that bag. He did hear me ask, so yeah. At this point, that's probably. Well, you can, by now, you're you're uh, you're. I drop. I just there. drop the meat hook and hold on to the bag. Now that I'm here, you can't get the bag. No, my bag. <laughs> With a meat so, hook, right. your temporary insanity's probably worn off by now. But yep. Right. Okay. Um, how long does your hysteria last for, then, Mr. Drysdale? It's probably wearing off. Okay. So everyone's taking off, but Rodriguez has some um, Galaki servants on him. Rodriguez, so, toss your bag. We need to get out of here right away. Um, I, I just throw the bag over to, some, to the light in Lawson's direction. You, you said there's a couple of things on him? Yeah, there's James, which is still on him. And Gabriel, the, he's wounded, but he's like right beside him. But he looks like he's getting back up. Well, I'm probably going to run over towards James. Okay. He's not James anymore, Mr. Drysdale. I'm gonna we don't have time to discuss it. I'm running over to him, and I'm going to kick him. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm screaming in pain at the minute. You're always a rotten kid. No, I'm and, I'm, and I'm picking the bag up. <laughs> Can I attempt to pull the meat hook out of my uh, back? Yeah, make a, yeah, make a make a strength check. I suddenly care way more about Rodriguez than I do about James. Because <laughs> he's good. Uh, I I got a twenty-two. I got an 09. Okay, so the meat hook's officially gone. 
<laughs> I don't know how much a kick is. Um, just do like a normal. It's like, D, it's, so a kick is an unarmed attack. It's one d three plus yeah, just, damage bonus. Right. Oh, actually, yeah, I've got that here. Well, I I don't have any strength, so. Uh, like two points. Okay. So he takes two points. But he just he just looks at you like he doesn't even react to it. He looks really mad actually. So he kind of reaches out for you and tries to like grab you by the throat, like he's trying to like grab you. So I'm gonna roll. A, roll I'm disowning you. I'm writing out my will. I have an idea. I know what I'm going to do. Uh, you got a 24 out of 50. So either you make a dodge or. Would you be dodging or trying to fight back? He's grabbing you, you Mr. Yeah, you, oh. Mr. Drysdale. Yeah, Sorry. I'll I'll try to dodge. Okay. Now mm. well, sixty-eight. That's not a dodge. That's not a success. So. Okay, so he grabs you by the throat. I walk He's... over to him, put the gun up against his head, and shoot. Okay. But you realize Mr. Drysdale's like right next to him, right? Well, no, I'm actually. Oh, okay. I'm directly behind James as well, so. He's busting a cap off. <laughs> so Mr. Drysdale witnesses as I put seven damage into his son's head. So make a sanity check, Mr. Drysdale. You see your son get gunned down. I'm just going to start laughing again. I, I pick up the meat hook and... Oh, I passed that time. <laughs> oh, good. He finally I'll passes just... when his own son's head gets blown <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> just, take, just take two points of damage. Or sanity yeah. loss. I'm, I'm okay. going to seriously have to be institutionalized when we get back. <laughs> yeah, Good I, news, I, you know someone, and I have the uh, the kit to do the crank into your head, the lobotomy later. I got to stab Gabriel with a meat hook. Okay. So are we all kind of freed, or you're more or less all freed? But all I just free. need. I just need everyone to make one last luck roll since okay. everyone is pretty much obliterated except for the avatar of the last one. Uh, I, I failed the uh, okay. I failed cast my luck roll. Okay. I failed. So, Mr. Lawson, you managed to get out, but Galaki is going to launch one last spike at someone as I roll my 1d3. Okay. So who had the lowest luck, actually? I'm at 60. Okay. I'm at 44. I got 58 out of 57. Okay, so that'd be Rodriguez then, right? Who had the lowest? Well, do you want the worst? Or yeah, the... I, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. The, who had the worst luck? That's what I meant. Sorry. I'm, I'm one off. Of... Okay. So Rod... then... What is everybody else? Rodriguez had the least. Okay, so we so, were talking about who was most off on their roll. Yeah, oh. who was furthest from? I was off by I was off by fourteen. You up by? Oh, I didn't realize. You're, wow, you're up by fourteen. Wow. And Rodriguez I was off by what? Uh, I was off by twelve. Okay, so Jeremiah, I'd like to I'd like to push my luck. Yes, <laughs> 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 two spikes. I want to roll. I, I want to spend I, luck to to make it. Uh, yeah. I spent fourteen luck. This is great. <laughs> it's gonna launch a spike as everyone else gets out of the way, but it's gonna try to get one more victim. So, and it misses with a fifty-one out of fifty. So you managed to 
get out of the way. But it just right in front of you. Yeah, like right past them. Uh, let's. I'm gonna do a voluntary sanity check on that, and I succeed. Okay, okay. let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, Oliver wasn't waiting for you at this point. He has the key. <laughs> He's getting to the car. Get to the truck. I've, I'm I'm actually holding Rodriguez's hand and pulling him along. <laughs> like yeah, uh, I'm, just, I'm like getting dragged along. Come on, come on, come on, come on, buddy. <laughs> I'm a little bit not with it. Does yeah. your car does your car work, Harold? Of course, my car works. Why wouldn't it work? It's a brand new car. Try it out. <laughs> uh, while I get my car, yeah, I'm gonna try. <laughs> Oh, this <laughs> drive around in circles in a big donut. I give I give them steady directions to the assignment. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, I hop in my car and make sure everybody gets in. Is everybody in? Turn on the key. I have a f- when you guys go back to the lot, you notice that one of the vehicles is gone. Yep. and it's the sedan actually that is gone. One of the brothers wasn't there. I know. I like not the sedan. Um. The uh, Gabriel's pickup truck is gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Robert wasn't there. Was it Robert who wasn't there? Yeah, Robert was not there. Was my car? Your car works, yes. All right. Um, All right, you're going to head back to Arkham to hang a left, give him directions to the asylum without telling him it's the asylum. I mean, St. Mary's um, (laughs) Hospital. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to peel out and head back on the road. Okay. Um, and as you peel out, as you're driving about a good, you know, couple miles, we'll say, you start to notice, um, some headlights are falling behind you very quickly as if they're trying to engulf you. Mm. Evasive maneuvers. I'm going to turn and start there, firing out the back window. Are there three of them? <laughs> no, just two. Oh, so it's not like Glockies. three eyes coming. <laughs> I'm going to hang out the other side of the window, the passenger window, and try to shoot as well. Following Lawson's lead. Okay. Hey, it might just be somebody driving from Kingsport. To <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> They're, wait, so are they are they just behind us or are they coming up like really fast? They're coming up really fast behind you. What the hell kind of car do they have? Mine's the fastest car in the this is a brand new uh Chrysler whatchamacallit. How dare they have a faster car than mine? Alright, so they're pulling up. So who's shooting? Like or who wants to shoot first rather? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll just okay. roll first. Both of you guys make uh I got an extreme success before. And I'm shooting at the car specifically, trying to hit the tire. Okay. I got an eight. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, as you guys are just firing away like crazy, you notice that the car just kind of like veers off in like in a ditch somewhere. Can we see what kind of car it was? Uh, make a spot hidden check. Probably uh, <laughs> fail yeah, you failed. Hang on. Yep. Hang on, what's my stuff here? No, nope, I failed. Okay, so you don't know what kind, what type of car you just shot at. You know what? We're getting towards the end here. I'm gonna spend the 17 luck necessary out of my 60 to make <laughs> <a> roll. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, you notice from the glimpse of your eye that it seems to be um, a cop car. Oh, good. I knew it was a cop car. I shot the sheriff, but not the deputy, right? <laughs> you don't see, as you guys, because you guys are driving way too fast. You just don't see, you don't know exactly what happened to who, but you know the car is definitely off the road. Okay. Yeah. We're not stopping. Yeah. Like I need, yeah, I need Mr. Drysdale to roll a drive check now. Uh, 13 out of 40. That's uh, okay. better than, that's a hard drive. Right. Okay. And as you got a couple more miles ahead of you, the weather starts to change. It now starts to rain gently again. Much like before when you were first entering um, Squatters Lake Motel. And then all of a sudden, you, see, you hear lightning in the back uh, behind you. And as you notice, you notice like there's like crackles of lightning just coming down. You know, it's not, not talking about like the flashes. You notice the flashes that you see the lightning bolts flashing within the, um, the skies. And as you're driving, you notice some movement within um, the shrubber, the shrubs, much like before. You notice that deer are coming out. Whoops, sorry about that. You notice that um, a woodchuck or two is coming out. They seem to be frightened of something. And then all you see is three lights behind you. It's coming faster and faster towards you guys. I'm flooring it. And resuming the shooting out the... Uh... <laughs> Same. Okay. I'm just taking on Drysdale. I miss. I hit 18 out of 55. That All right. Passed. Uh, roll your damage. A five. Okay. And as you guys are shooting, um, you notice you don't know if you're actually hitting anything or if your if your shots are going wide again. But you notice that it starts to slow down a little bit, so you got a little bit faster, but then it starts to drive um, go further up. And then you notice the rain starts downpouring even more. It's just like it's almost like a flood's about to happen. Like there's so much rain just coming down. So I need Mr. Drysdale to make another drive check. Okay. We should probably put the convertible top up. <laughs> uh, I got 36 out of 40. So okay, so, so you don't manage to like swerve off the road. Or, yeah, you're swerving a little bit, but you manage to still keep everyone safe. But at this point... Let's go. Oh my god. Um... <laughs> You start to hear like something almost like shooting at you, not a gun, more like like kind of like a whiff going through. And you guys notice one of, like a giant spine, like one of the spines that the avatar of Galaki had seemed to be passing through you as it misses you. Just swoops right by. And as you keep on driving, you start to wonder, are we ever gonna make it? Are we ever gonna make it? And then, and uh, what's everyone doing at this point? Since 
I am friendly asking if anybody has any alcohol. <laughs> I'm turning on the radio. It's a good move. We need music. I'm going to sit down and just look forward. I'm I'm contemplating jumping out the car and running. I'm going to. The I'm going to try to talk everybody down. You have to be really careful not jumping out of the car because we're doing like 35 miles an hour. Yeah, I'm just going to. I doubt I'll actually. It will kill you at this speed. (laughs) We're almost. We're almost to salvation. We just need to keep heading in this direction, and we will all be fine. Everyone, still yourselves, please. We're, we're 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 leading that thing right back to civilization. We need to lose it, whatever it is. And as you turn on the radio, you just get nothing but static. You don't seem to find any stations working whatsoever. But then you notice that the three lights start to like dim down, and they seem to retreat back. But then suddenly you see another vehicle coming towards you. Unable to make it out because of the rain. You mean uh, ahead of us coming towards yeah, us? Like head, like head on. In the other direction? Yes. All right. Well, I'll let him pass. He passes by. And you notice that it's Robert. Who? Just, the other oh, brother. The other brother. Oh. He drives by. He looks at you. He kind of gives you a little smile. And then as you're confused by why he would do this, you notice that the three lights that you saw behind you are now in front of you. As you see the avatar of Galaki, just like, as he just merges up as you drive up and down, as you're driving up the road. We can't win this fight. I'm ramming him. I'm just flooring it and going straight into it. If that's, I just need everyone to make one last rock, luck roll. Seventy-six. No, I got a ninety. I got a ninety-one. I got an eighty-five. Okay, all, all failed our luck. Well, <laughs> I would have made my luck had I not spent the seventeen. <laughs> oh no, that's sanity. Excuse me. I'm all going to double the pay that I was going to pay you. <laughs> so you all managed just to drive forward. Unable to shift gear to swift that you just notice it. Just You just see this avatar of Glock is getting closer and closer. And then you notice that it just shoots out all these spikes. All out. <laughs> And then it's like, now I understand. (laughs) The first thing is, as it shoots out of spikes, it manages to get two of you. As the rest of you kind of take jolting damage as you just ram the car right into Galaki. And that two people are Mr. Drysdale, Mr. Rodriguez. So... Okay, so you both take eight damage. I'm on. I'm. I'm. Yeah. I've, yeah. I have no health left. <laughs> okay. So you notice the spine just kind of like in, like impales you right through. 
I was where I I should ask where exactly are you sitting, Rodriguez? Are you in the front uh, or? Oh yeah, I, I'm in the. Yeah, those those two are in the front. Okay, so yeah, so then it go the spikes go right in front of you two, and as the car just crashes right into Galaki's. So, Oliver and Doctor Jeremiah, what do you two do after seeing this? How much damage did we take from the jostling? Um. Why can't we all just die? <laughs> <laughs> About uh, three damage. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Um, what's going on with Galaki? Is he look hurt? Is he retreating? Is he doing anything? You look like the impale from the car actually like shook him up, but he doesn't seem to be moving. He seems to be kind of like like stuck now because the car just rammed right into him. Okay, let's let's let's. What do we do, Mister Lawson? I'm. Well, we can't get to the car. They're impaled in the front seat. We can't get it going. I'm getting out. <laughs> yeah, we got to get out and run. Make a run for it. Or at least get into a building somewhere. There's nothing and else they can do. And as you two run, you guys run off the road into the woods. And you notice there's, there's a little shed in the woods. Wait, they backtrack one big. Um, are you, Mr. Loss, uh, Mr. Loss, Mr. Drives? How are you with health? Are you dead? Oh no, I've still got two points. Right now, I'm I'm seeing through time. Okay, oh, I, I'm literally just like I'm I'm dead. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. much dead. I've been impaled right. by one of Galacti's spines. I'm okay, so Mr. Lawson and Dr. Wright, you go into you see a shed, and the weather just keeps getting worse and worse. You seek shelter there. And you're there, and when you enter, it's like a small little like um, hunting cabin, like you'd find like in the woods. And then you see Robert sitting there with tea out. Okay. And he offers you his hand. He's like, "Will you finally join me?" I'm shooting him as yeah, many times as I have. <laughs> Point blank. <laughs> Oliver is done. Yep. <laughs> 20. Well, I don't have to roll for that. It's because it's point blank. No, you guys are point blank. So just, you guys just will just say Nine. you just gun him down and all the, have all just the anguish and style. <laughs> it's like a simultaneous. Uh, would you care to join us? Sure. And then we both. <laughs> <laughs> and then let's. Where's that book, Lawson? You, you got the bag that he threw to you, right? Yep. Okay, let's get that black book out, and let's see if we can if there's something in there to get rid of this thing. All right, I pass it over to you. I don't know what I'm doing, so I look through the book looking for something that says get rid of Glocky or get rid of, <laughs> get rid of, get rid of creature from the lake. <laughs> well, it doesn't say how to get rid of it. It says the complete opposite, how to take, take it to another location. But since you open the book and you're reading through it, you need to uh, take 1d3 sandy damage. Okay. Two. Okay. And then you also gain a percentile in Cthulhu Mythos. All right. But as you're skimming through it, you don't see anything how to get rid of it. You could possibly um, send it somewhere else, but that'll yeah, take you several no, let's weeks. Do that. Oh, several weeks. It'll take, oh. It'll, start, it'll take you about four weeks or so just to send it somewhere else. Okay. 
Okay, is wow. there anything in this lodge that would help us here? Um, not really. Okay. Well, other than hoping that it doesn't find us, I mean. I mean, it's, okay. Do we just sit in this lodge and wait? I don't, I don't know what else to do. How far, how far away are we from civilization? I would say point, maybe like, oh, from civilization point? Um, let me go for that. About two miles. We run. Let's run yeah, to the okay. Back to Clark's Corners. That's cool. you guys, you guys run, head to Clark's Corner, we'll say. And then everything just seems clear. No more rain. No more, um, yeah, no more rain, no more bleakness, no more gloom. Everything's fine. I fall to my, oh, go ahead. I was saying, then you realize, like, it's like the next day almost after all the, it's like dawn at this point. I fall to my knees and I just start crying, which is very unusual for my character. It all just catches up to him at one moment. And then... (laughs) <laughs> as you see civil as you see civilization once again, you notice that someone is walking behind you too. And it's Mr. Drysdale. But not as he looked before. <laughs> as you notice that he now has a chest like op- hold on, open chest wound with the red line of networks along where they, where he was impaled. Mr. Drysdale, if you're, if there's some part of you left inside there, if there's some aspect of you turn around and go back and be with your son, I'm just shooting him. (laughs) Give me the title to your bank. I'm going to, I'm going to jump out of the way (laughs) when they try to, (laughs) <laughs> so <we're ahead. laughs> I'm not oh, sure. So we, so we move. Okay. Oh. We go. oh, I got a 20, which is a hard pass for me. Yeah, he got me. Okay. Go Only on. one damage. I raise him. <laughs> and as you fire your gun at him, you notice that the people around you notice this and they freak and panic. Yeah, I don't care. And then, and then. Moments later, you see the local police coming by with their guns out, telling you all just to drop it. Drop your weapons down. I drop my weapon and get on the ground. Yep, throw it. Same thing. I'm a very powerful man. (laughs) 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 At this point, you notice there's at least about a half dozen police officers come by. They cuff um, Mr. Lawson and Dr. Wright, take him in to custody. They're trying to see if they can bring back or trying to um, see if Mr. Drysdale is dead. How much damage did you do to me? Oh, yeah. How much damage did you do? One. Oh, then I still got one point left. Oh, yeah. Take me to the hospital. I can get (laughs) fixed up and then take over the world. (laughs) At this point, several hours pass. Oh, we're going to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) This will be be the last bit. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm a ghost. (laughs) Several hours pass as Lawson and Roy are sitting in jail cells. 
and at this point, it's almost dust time. The rain starts to happen again. No. And then it gets louder and louder. And then all of a sudden, you look out your window, and you see Galaki coming towards you. I turn and that's to... where we're going to end. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry. Now I was just going to turn to Jeremiah and reach out to shake his hand. It's been a pleasure working with you. We're not done yet. Sit against the wall. <laughs> and that's the end of our story. Excellent. All right. But before we now, do you want to tell us anything that we missed along the way? Yeah. Um, well, let me, um, I'm going to back up. Um, this was a very difficult scenario to run because when I talked earlier about this could literally end in one session, it could have ended literally in the first time we played, but we all managed to have three sessions, which was great. Um, you guys really didn't miss a lot of things. The only thing you really missed was talking to um the woman, the little mulatto, the mulatto woman who um, was the other tenant. She was basically um, supposed to be the sacrifice. And then it was going to be like, she was going to be sacrificed into this cult. And then it was going to keep following, depending on whoever. Um, apparently you were supposed to go to sleep and then you're supposed to be in this dream pool. And you're supposed uh, to walk towards the lake. Hence why James had the sleepwalking. He was getting pulled into the lake. So then James fell victim to Galaki. And the other two people, the other two um, zombie-like people, they were Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They were there before. And um, they got pulled in too. Right. They got turned too. Um, I added actually a couple things in this scenario to make things a little more believable because um gabriel's not in this scenario oh, i totally made him up because apparently it's supposed to be taken care of by the two brothers uh. which actually they're not brothers in the photograph that you found it's actually um robert is actually william's father and robert found galaki back in england and he was able to convert his whole family which was the mother and his sister mm. <clears throat> into a cult and then when the cult was um, dying, they decided to go to the States to try to like um, bring it back. So they left. I forget if it was the mother or the sister left one of them behind, but they brought the other one and she died due to green decay, which she just burned in the sunlight. Now, Robert in this scenario, he's like at least over a hundred years old. While William is like 80 years old. Or, or like 70 or 80 years old. So he was able to still walk around and do stuff. Okay. Um, I, mean, was, oh, hmm? I was going to ask you about uh, Travis Bryce and the Abeniki Terror. Right. The, the Abeniki Terror, I made that up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also um, all those books you found, I made those up too. Oh, okay. So the, I also, the, those creatures, were they... Were they servants of Glocky that were just older? Yes, okay. they were servants of Glocky. They were just older. Um, I made up a actually I made up a lot of stuff. Um, cool. you guys are you guys are right about the cars about the water about the cars being pushed in. Yeah, they it was it was because of the oil. I actually had something written up for that in case you were going to ask about that. 
I would say, oh, it's the Avniki curse, which was um, when the uh, English settlers like moved them out, they had a shaman curse the lake, which was um made it all dark, you know, made it all polluted and you know looking bad and everything. But obviously that didn't happen. But in case someone asks, like, oh, why is this like that? Um, what else did I make up? Jacob um wasn't supposed to be infected by Galaki at all. And the other guy, his name was Bill, Bill Dunstan. Um, he could have went he could have went a lot of directions. He could have been your ally, he could have been um subjected to Galaki as well. But how the things things were going, I just wanted to, you know, make him the way I did. Um, cool. What else did I add? Well, we um, can talk yeah. Oh yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and I'll finish okay. it up. Our players included Tim Hart, Josh Joshua Harwood, Morgan Wellen, and myself with Lauren Eason as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post production in order to create a, list, a richer listener experience. We provide audio only versions of our shows. Free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month helps us a lot. You can find the link in our description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us comments. We really enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good game.